0: What is up, my friends? It is me, your friend, Stephen Richard Krebs. Eloquent Savage episode number eight. It's going to be more of a mad ramblings, ranting conversation today, kind of like I'm just talking to myself here. But uh, we're going to go over a few things. But before we get to that, obviously, this podcast is driven by eloquentsavage.com and sponsored by coachsteve.com. Both drive directly into my coaching program for male entrepreneurs. So guys can have it all across the board in their body being balanced in business <clears throat> by finding purpose and passion power inside of the profits they create. So, my friends, the first thing I'm gonna talk about today, and it's not a surprise because this entire program is based on being an eloquent savage, a well-spoken martial artist, warrior, man. And I wanted to discuss the importance of training. I know a lot of entrepreneurs will probably end up listening to this podcast, so I want to express the importance of the martial arts for the mind and the body of male entrepreneurs and men in general. So inside of my coaching program, it's non-negotiable. My guys all have to experience and train in some form of martial arts. Why? Because at the end of the day, the martial arts will give you that nothing else can. Discipline. Connection. It is an automatic ego check. It is impossible to have an ego when you train Brazilian Jiu Jitsu because there are going to be kids that are half your age, half your size, that will smoke you on a regular basis. Anybody that walks onto the mat with an attitude or an ego that is too big won't last. People don't last with ego inside of sports or martial arts like jiu jitsu. Same thing for boxing, same thing for tie boxing. The only difference is in jiu jitsu, you can go full bore all the time with no real risk of brain injury. You're not getting punched or kicked in the head. With jiu jitsu, you can roll pretty hard on a regular basis. And as long as you're smart and you don't spaz out, most likely you're not going to get hurt unless there's a freak accident. That's the beauty of training martial arts. Now, how can this apply to the average guy? that doesn't train right now, that looks at this like, what are those guys doing over there wrestling with each other? It's weird. I don't want anything to do with that. Well, it comes down to a few things. The first thing is simple. The average man probably overestimates his ability to defend himself and fight by about 5,000%. If you've never been trained now, there are these freak people in the world that just are badass, explosive guys that can naturally punch and kick really hard, and they probably don't have to worry about it as much, but if they go up against the guy that's, that's also strong and explosive, that is trained, the trained guy wins every single time. Now, this isn't about street fighting. It's not about being a tough guy. It's not about ego or machismo or puffing up or walking around, because what I found is the guys that are the toughest guys in the world, fighters high-level jiu guys are actually the most calm, caring, kind, soft-spoken guys that I've ever experienced in my life. These guys are so chill because they don't have anything to prove because they consistently check their ego and if they're a black belt specifically in jiu or judo, they've paid their dues. Over time, these guys have put themselves in position to be humbled And to become a black belt in anything, I'm a purple belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu right now. I'm around a little bit more than halfway through the journey. And I've gotten my ass kicked so many times and learned so many lessons and my ego checked so many times and humbled so many times that it's insane. And I'm a little over halfway there. And I know as you go higher up into the rankings, it's the more time you've put in. And the more time you put in, the more you master things. So there's this mirror that happens between business And martial arts, life and martial arts. I call what I teach life jujitsu, right? There's jujitsu on the mats, and then there's life jujitsu. And if you try to force things on the mats, you get tired, you blow your load, you exhaust yourself, and you get the shit beat out of you, the same thing can be said in life. So there are parallels that can be drawn between jujitsu, the sport, the martial art, and life. And being an entrepreneur and a businessman and in relationships, And that's the beauty of the sport. For me, it's the closest thing that I can find as a spiritual connection, besides maybe getting into the ocean and meditating and sitting and running mantras. But for me, as an activity, the martial arts went out. Why? Because you actually get to connect with other people. It's a brotherhood. You go and you train and you earn respect through training hard against another man or woman. There's plenty of strong, powerful women that do jujitsu and that would whoop my ass right now. And if that's not humbling, I don't know what is. So it's easy to have an ego when you've never been tested. It's easy to walk around and puff up and act like a tough guy if you've never put yourself in a position where you actually have to be tested. And I believe that's the problem with most people these days, specifically men. They talk the talk, but they never walk the walk. They got in a few fights in high school, and now they think that they're still a badass when they're 40 years old and their belly's hanging over their belt. And I'm here to tell you that you are not. Now, I've, I believe through my training in stand-up, boxing, kickboxing, jiu-jitsu, MMA training, I can handle myself, but guess what? <laughs> there are still a lot of people in the world that would hand me my ass, and this, this podcast and this conversation is not really about that. It's about the importance of putting yourself in uncomfortable places so you can learn, expand, and grow, because if you always win, then you're in the wrong place. If you always win in everything that you do, it probably feels good. But most likely, you're competing against shitheads. If I walk into a jiu-jitsu room and I'm kicking the shit out of everybody in there, I'm in the wrong room. Same can be said for business in every other aspect of your life. So why I make make it non-negotiable for anybody that I coach to do martial arts is because I know that there are lessons that they will learn there that I can't teach them. There are lessons that they will learn there that they can only learn by putting themselves in those situations and training with a big, la- a big class and a big group of people that don't give a shit about who they are, right? Most of the guys that I coach are guys that run businesses, and they have employees and teams and they run large businesses, so they're used to everybody listening to them. Well, guess what? You walk into the training mat, nobody gives a shit how much money you have. Nobody gives a shit what you'd made last year. Nobody gives a shit how many employees you have, what kind of car you drive. It doesn't matter. The jiu-jitsu mat is the ultimate equalizer. Because people from all walks of life get to walk onto the mat and train together. And expand together and grow together. So, for me, and inside of what I teach, it accelerates the process of a man learning how to check his ego and submit to himself. And to the voice, aka his intuition, his instincts, and his gut. Because your gut will never fucking lie to you. Ever. Ever. What I've also found for myself and other guys that started into the martial arts, specifically Jiu Jitsu, is it gives you something to focus on. So if you've suffered from anxiety, worry, stress, panic, guess what? It goes away really quick when you go train. Because you actually get a physical release from wrestling and grappling and fighting that you do not get from CrossFit or working out or just pumping weights or going for a walk or going for a run or going rucking or hiking or whatever. It's totally different. I do all that shit too. But guess what? The martial arts, specifically Jiu-Jitsu, will give you an opportunity to release your rage in a proactive way, in a controlled manner, proactively. You're getting it out of your system. So that you don't take this shit out on your family, your teams, your employees, the people that you run into on the street. You're not experiencing road rage or freaking out or bottling up, suppressing your emotions over time. It's just a proactive way for release. And as a man, we know there's only so many ways you can find release. Take a shit, have sex, cry, fight. These are the only things that we know for a fact help us find release. Meditation, some of these different things that that I do on a regular basis will also create space and help, but actual physical release like that can only be found in specific modes and means for a grown ass man. So the moral of the story inside of this conversation is real simple. If you do not train and you are a grown man in some form of martial art, if you are physically incapable of defending yourself, If you are overweight, out of shape, it's a choice. If you are weak and can't defend yourself, it's a choice. And there are a myriad of excuses that can come along with not wanting to train and learn, I don't want to go, it's uncomfortable for me, I don't want to get beat up, I don't want to get hurt. I get it. It's just a list of reasons why you want to stay where you're at. Now I'm committed to growth and expansion and I highly suggest as a grown ass man, in 2017, That if you're not committed to growth and expansion by testing yourself and putting yourself in uncomfortable situations well i guarantee you that you've created a recipe for disconnection disillusion depression and and a bunch of other shitty symptoms that come with staying stagnant choosing to stay inside of this quicksand in your little comfortable safe bubble What is the worst thing that can happen? You make new friends, you get in better shape, you learn a skill, you learn how to defend yourself, you get more confident, more disciplined, you you start to learn what honor really means, and you gain an intense respect for men that actually fight at the professional level because you realize how difficult that shit really is. So we're going to flow right into the next topic, which is keyboard warriors and armchair quarterbacks, right? These assholes that love to sit on the sidelines. This is why I can't stand sports writers, because 99% of them have never done any of this shit. They've never even trained in it. They've never played sports at a high level. They've never trained in martial arts. They've never gotten a cage and fought. They've never competed in jujitsu. They just sit on the sidelines and like to talk shit on the people that actually put themselves in the arena. So it's easy to sit on the sidelines in any aspect of life and talk shit on the people that are actually taking the risks. This is why you have to make sure that you put a steel cage around your brain. If you're running a business or even just sharing your insights or revelations or opinions in social media, you have to realize that the little trolls, And the keyboard warriors are just waiting. They're just sitting there waiting in their mom's basement with Cheeto stains on their finger and their dick hanging out of their pants, just excited as fuck and waiting for you to post some shit so they can talk shit to you knowing that nobody's going to bug them in their little fucking shit-and-tick-infested, flea-infested, shitbag basement with their fucking Power Ranger toy surrounding the room and their Brooke Burke poster from fucking 1994 that they've been jacking off to since they were fucking 14 years old. They know they're going to be safe there. They can watch Lord of the Rings all day long, and their mom's just going to call them up for meatloaf on fucking Friday night, and they can go back down in their little pain cave. The minute you let keyboard warriors of these fucking trolls inside of your mind, you lose. And this is why most people don't give themselves permission to start a business or to run their business at the highest level or to market at the highest level because they're too afraid that other people might say some shit. And guess what? I'm here to tell you guys that players will never talk shit on other players. What I mean by that is it's not like in a a game of football where there's a game coming up and these guys are trying to, you know, they're trying to posture on each other and talk shit or in a fight, they're trying to build up the fight. I'm talking about, if we're talking about business right now, Somebody that's pushing really hard in business is never going to stop and take time to talk shit about your Facebook ad unless you talk shit on them first. They're too focused on their own shit. They're staying in their lane. They're motivated by their own growth and expansion and most of us will respect other people for doing the same. But if you let some troll, some idiot stop you in your tracks because they said some shit on your Facebook ad or on any kind of advertisement or marketing or talk shit to you through email, they win. They win. And at the end of the day, then your voice isn't heard. And if your voice isn't heard, you don't shift yourself, your family, your team. You don't shift other people that are waiting for you to step up as a leader because they quelched your voice, they quieted your voice with one stupid fucking comment like the asshole bully from grade school that was really just scared and was just overreacting and, and living reactively to probably being bullied by his own fucking father. You can't let people that are sitting on the sidelines affect your play on the field, because they are not courageous or brave enough to put themselves in a position to have anybody say anything about what they do because they live scared. So I don't care if it's fighting or business. At the end of the day, if you put yourself in the arena, if you put yourself in a position that other people are not willing to put themselves in, my hat goes off to you. I honor you. I'm proud of you, even if I don't fucking know you. Because guess what? There's enough negative assholes in the world. There's enough people trying to pull you down. That ain't me. There's enough people trying to doubt you. Well, shit, you probably walk around inside of your own head doubting yourself more than anyone else. And the fastest way to build that doubt inside of your mind is to listen to assholes that have nothing going for them. And there's times when people that you love, even your own family members, that, that normally you would think would support you are going to be the ones that say things that make you feel more doubt because at the end of the day, they don't believe in themselves either. And if they don't believe in themselves, there is a game of jealousy, guilt, and shame that comes along with watching somebody succeed. So like I said earlier, you have to be willing to put a steel cage around your mind. I don't care if you're an MMA fighter or a jiu-jitsu practitioner at the highest level or just starting out. You're a new entrepreneur. You're a seasoned entrepreneur. You're somebody that has millions and millions of dollars or somebody that has 10 cents in their fucking bank account. If you allow the opinions of others to stop you in your tracks from driving towards the dreams that you have, the businesses you want to create, the finances you ultimately want, the relationship you desire, well, then you've allowed this other person to win. You've allowed them to win. And I was talking to my wife earlier and I said, you can't let people come camp out inside of your brain. You can't, you can't allow somebody saying something or some asshole that doesn't believe in you or someone that's doubting you to allow them to come and camp up inside of your brain. Meaning this person said one thing and now you're walking around motherfucking them in your mind nonstop. You watch this in, in fighting all the time. Conor McGregor is a perfect example of somebody that gets in your fucking head. Nate Diaz is another guy. He gets inside of people's heads. These guys get inside of people's heads and they just fucking bug them until they're in their head. And the per- you watch these guys; they make them, they make the other, their opponent fight differently based on the mental warfare that started when the fight was announced. And it's the same shit that happens in the boardroom. Same shit happens in the bedroom. Do not bow down to the fucking trolls. Do not let any other human being get inside of your head and give them that space. Give them the key to your brain and let them live inside of your mind. And this idea kind of rolls back to the last podcast that I did, episode seven. We talked about the words that we use inside of our own minds. Like when things come inside of our minds, it's because we invite that in. If you feel like you have a very negative outlook on life, you've invited that in. You've learned that. But you have the power and the ability to choose something different. Any action starts as a thought inside of your mind first. And if your mind is a poisonous environment, well, it's no wonder that your life probably isn't where you want it to be. This is why the martial arts is so important to me. When I don't train, I don't show up as the best version of myself. When I don't train, I miss the connection with other guys that are, that are on the mat sweating and fighting just like I am just to better themselves, to humble themselves. So if I had to boil this all down and why I'm telling you that, hey... If you're going to follow this podcast, if you're going to be a part of the Eloquent Savage Activation Phase, which is our free group right on Facebook, you find the link on the website. You got to start training because the conversations that happen inside of there, a lot of times, are going to be built around our love for martial arts and the things that we learn and how it applies to business. And we use that inside of the way that I teach and coach to help men expand and grow and see things differently because clarity comes from taking risks certainty comes from putting yourself in positions that you are uncomfortable and winning and learning and sometimes losing because there aren't wins and losses in jiu-jitsu, there's wins and lessons just like there are in business and in life and if you frame it that way in your mind then all the losses become just as valuable as the wins and you'll start to celebrate the losses just as much as you do as the wins Because your mind has expanded, you see things differently, your perception of life changes through the losses, the humility, and the fire that these things light under your ass if you have the right mindset will create a different version of yourself every day, of every week, of every month, of every year for the rest of your life. And the problem is is that most people have never even taken the first fucking step because they don't believe themselves enough because they've been indoctrinated with a bullshit idea that they don't deserve to feel better that they should feel unworthy to have more and i'm here to tell you that that is a line of shit. so the question i have for you guys today is simple if you're not training if you're a man and you cannot defend yourself if you have no idea how to train how to defend yourself if you've never experienced any form of martial art the question is why what's holding you back from doing something that will shift your confidence, your physicality, your fitness levels, your mindset, your ability to connect to other people and yourself spiritually, emotionally, physically, mentally. What's holding you back besides doubt and fear? Which is probably the two things that hold most people back from doing anything in their lives. And I'm here to tell you that you have an opportunity, you have a choice. You can sit on the sidelines and do nothing, or you can step into the game. And humble yourself and realize that yes, you're going to get your ass kicked for a while. And yes, it's not going to be easy, but you're also going to probably end up really enjoying it. I call it the jujitsu bug. You get it and you start thinking about it during the day. You start thinking about how you're going to react to moves. You start thinking about submissions and all the things that you can do with it because it's human chess. And it's a game of human chess that never wins or never ends. The game of human chess never ends because there's constant innovation inside of this sport, inside of this lifestyle, inside of this martial art that allows your mind to grow and think of and see different possibilities. It's like looking out into the ocean problem is is most people walk around and they don't see any possibility. They see problems, not possibilities. They see pain, not possibilities. Because there's no path for them to see it besides going to a job that they hate or even creating a business that feels like a self-imposed prison that they don't even love. Now, they may have profits in one area of their life, but falling short in the others. And through the cascade effect of consequences, they don't see how one is affecting the other. And I'm here to tell you that starting in the martial arts is probably the simplest way and the fastest pathway to power inside of your body and your being your body and your mind, your body and your spirituality. My mission with the Eloquent Savage is not only to create a coaching program that I feel passionate to build, which as you can tell listening to this, I am fired the fuck up. But it's also to provide as many children in the United States with martial arts training. Kids that cannot afford the uniform, the membership dues, the whole drive behind this charity inside of Eloquent Savage is to provide that for children so that they can start to believe in themselves and we build a better future based on kids believing and having confidence and being certain rather than sitting on a couch playing on a fucking iPad watching cartoons all day. So, oh, if you feel like this podcast could benefit somebody in your life i would, I would highly suggest and I'd appreciate it if you'd share it with them this mission can't be accomplished without the help of everybody that's listening to this this mission can't be accomplished with all the incredible guests that i'm going to be having on the show in the next months in the coming years but i need help i can't do it alone so I appreciate you guys tuning in. I would really appreciate the share. Share it on Facebook, Instagram, wherever you can on social media. Go ahead and tag me in it. I would love to hear your feedback on this. And if you don't train, what the fuck is stopping you? Get off your ass, go join, do your research, find a, a reputable school with a great training program and get your ass on the mats. the best decision you will ever make in your entire lives. Well, as always, you want more information, head on over to eloquenceavage.com or coachsteve.com. And you know how we roll here. If you want to become a savage, we have Eloquent Savage: the activation phase. It's a free Facebook group. Search it out. You will find it. It is there. It's for men only. Sorry, ladies. We'll get you rocking and rolling in there. There's a few rules as you roll into the mix, but it's absolutely free. It's where we have conversations. And then obviously, hey, Eloquent Savage is a coaching program and a movement for four-dimensional modern men that want to have it all in the body, being, balance, and business. If you want to learn more, just go to eloquentsavage.com, sign up for the newsletter, go on over and go through the sweet ass funnel that we have set up and learn how you can get involved in the mix. That's all I got for you guys today. That is episode number eight of the Eloquent Savage podcast. I appreciate you guys tuning in. Have a wonderful, amazing, powerful, connected, beautiful day.